Well, hey, hello again. This is Shane and this is Heartlines. Now, I hope you're doing well today. And in this episode, it's episode nine, I will talk about going on board a cruise ship for my second time. And this time I actually changed company to go into a new role. There was a few issues that brought me to this point. I'll talk about my new role compared to my previous uh, role on board a cruise ship and what I learned, the challenges I faced, the people I met and the place I've seen and everything in between. And I will also talk about the decision to leave ship life and go back to living on land. So I wasn't home very long on my vacation. And then I went on another vacation. My girlfriend is from Brazil. So we went, we went over to Brazil just to unwind, relax the body and mind before going on, going back on the ship and doing it all again. Now, what happens is if you are, if you are a crew member, a lot of the time the partners can be from different parts of the world and also from different departments. And that's what we were. I was in the shops and she was a photographer, but we are both working for the same company, but we both work for different companies. So what the best thing to do is for the next contract, if she got the offer of a ship, I would follow. So we didn't make any decision on where we were going to go before we left the ship. We, we would just wait take a bit of time off and then decide what the next step was going to be. So whilst we were in Brazil, first time to Brazil, I got to see some big cities, São Paulo, Rio, I also got to see the south of Brazil. Very differing places. I would never have thought that before. And then during the, or coming towards the end of my time in Brazil, she got an offer of a ship. I went home. She went about preparing herself to go back on for her second contract. And I, I went and I spoke to my side of the company to arrange that we'll meet on board the ship, which is called the Serenade of the Seas. Now, the contracts were all signed up and everything was agreed. It was Again, it was mid-December. I would spend Christmas at home, the New Year's, and I'd get to meet her on board around mid-January or the 13th of January 2017. So I forgot about it. She went and done her thing. We kept in touch as you would long distance. And as anyone know, long distance can be difficult. But when you when you know there's light at the end of the tunnel and you can see that you're going to meet again, we always have that hope. So it came to about the first week in January. I got an email to say from my company to say that my sign-on date had changed. So instead of being the 13th of January, it was pushed forward 10 days. And I was like, it's okay. The ship is still the same. I don't mind waiting a little bit longer, more time to prepare myself. And then as I came closer to the time, I was getting I was getting ready. I was packed, ready to go. All say said my goodbyes. And then I got an email to say the ship had been the ship sign on day had been cancelled and the flights have been cancelled. And I was like, what's going on? So I had to think outside the box and I went and I spoke to my to my manager on, on board the previous ship and he put a word in and then I was back on. And the night before I was about to go, I was out with my friends. I remember very fondly, I was out having a beer, having a drink, just, just, just saying, all right, guys, I'll see you in six months. And I got an email saying my ship, this time the sign on date had not only been cancelled, but I'd been reassigned to another ship. Um, instead of being in Florida, I was going to be moved to Galveston, Texas. And I was like, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I, 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 I felt like what just happened here. I felt like that the rug had been pulled from under my feet. I don't know anyone out there, you know, has anyone have that, had that, had that, um, had that experience of, you know, you're, you've planned to go away with a friend and then last minute they just say, I can't go. And then your whole plans are turned upside down. 
well, you could decide to go and enjoy on your own terms, but you prefer have that other person in your life to experience the same things that you're experiencing. So I felt like that. I felt like, why is this happening, you know? And then I I said, no, I won't. I won't accept the offer of that ship. I'll wait a few weeks. And a few weeks passed, no offer. So I spoke to my girlfriend. I said, the best option for me was to resign. And it wasn't an easy option to make, but I decided to do it then because if they were going to do it, if they're going to do it this time, what's to say they won't do it again? I know I'm not an example or I know I'm not unique in regard. I know there's people from all over the world who have this, but maybe some other people decided that they, they wouldn't stress about trying to get the same ship. Sometimes you got to accept it, but I wasn't accepting and I, I, I thought they would they would they would get me on board the ship and they promised me twice and if they're going to promise me three times and then do it again I just, I just couldn't have that happen so I decided to resign and that was it so I, for, for that moment I was no longer I was no longer a crew member I was no longer on a ship I was somewhere in between my girlfriend was on board a ship and from that moment on we lived a long distance relationship but I believed I believed in the process I believed we would get back together so what I decided to do was I took a bit of time to think about it uh, I took a, I took a, some work at home um I just tried to try to get on with my life. And then I remembered uh, that a company were looking for a crew staff. And I remembered that this lady who was my agent, her name was Julie. She was actually one of the people who was involved in hiring for this particular company. And I, I said, I'll give her an email. What, what's the harm? She could just say no, you've no experience. And she came back to me and fair play to Julie. She actually gave me the the audition and she said, yeah, come over and we'll, we'll, we'll give you an audition. And and um, we'll see if you're if, if you've got what what it takes. So again, I was back to Manchester, England. I went over, done the audition, back to the same hotel, individual assessments, one to one face face to face interview. Went away thinking, if I didn't get the offer of of this job, and how are we going to be together, like on board a ship? That's what that was what our plan was. And then again, I waited two weeks, and two weeks came and went, and I was I, again, I was I was still thinking, I, I didn't get it, I didn't get it, I didn't get it, and what do you know, I did get it yes I, I got it I got the offer and then it was I was uh I was happy because I, I I now knew I can go back on board a ship in a different role completely and with that I, I also got in touch with Julie to say is there any photography jobs going and and the, the good thing about the photography jobs on board this company it was all done in-house it wasn't two separate companies so I referred my girlfriend on and that process took about six months or so and she got accepted as well so we were going to be back together, but we just didn't know when at this time. And with this company as well, we can link our IDs, which means that we would, we would do, they would do our, do their best to get us on board uh, as a couple together. We went to every per- person in the company to make sure this would happen. So we, we made sure we ticked all the boxes. And then we got the offer. She, she came off her, her previous uh, company contract. Uh, she went on board the ship in October and I, I went on board. I, I flew over to, this time I was flying over to the west coast of America. I was going over to California. Uh, and then I joined on November 1st, 2017 was when I joined this ship and it was called the Imagination. And this time, compared to the first time, I wasn't as pensive or as nervous joining and I had my girlfriend on board and I felt I felt that, that uh, you know, I wasn't alone and I could just take on whatever challenge that comes to me. And again, like when I joined on board, I got to, you know, told what, what my training plan, my schedule, got to meet the crew staff, got shown around the ship just to, just to see the lay of, of the land, just like wh- where everything was. Again, similar size ships to the first in the previous company. We we had like 
production shows, karaoke, bars, casinos. It was even a comedy club. There's so much going on. And I was in a new role. I was, I, I, instead of being in a retail role, I was very sales focused. I was in an entertainment role. So I was very, I was very people focused and very, and very much ent- about entertaining the guests and having fun. And that was my, and that was my job on board the ship. Now I remember like, I remember thinking before I went on the ship, I was thinking when I seen the other crew staff on the previous company, and I thought I could do this. And sometimes perception is not always reality because I found that after a while, you know, it's it's not as 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 cut and dry. There's a lot more uh, there's a lot more skills I need to develop. I had like I had some comedy skill uh, co- comedy um, comedy background and, and some stage and performance background, but it wasn't a full package. And there was a lot to learn about myself and about the job. I was given that time to nurture to nurture my my talent or my skills to to get to a, a comfort level. Now I remember there was one one uh, crew staff member. His name was Laz, and he he actually I watched him do his thing and and, and watched him like host different events and he, like after he watched me do like do my thing in front of the guests like. I introduced myself to the guests. He he had no doubt to me. He, he believed I, I I could do this job, and I didn't really feel so confident. But he believed, and he he was telling everybody he'll do fine. Now, along with the cruise director, we would be the entertainment team. We we were his kind of right hand men and women. We basically would meet the guests on the first night of the cruise and then see them off and say goodbye at the end. And we used to do that twice a week. So we do on a three day and a four day to. Ensenada, Mexico, or it was to Catalina Island. Uh, Catalina Island is an island off the coast of California. And a notable fact about Cal- Catalina Island is it was in the 20s. I think it was in the 1920s. It was bought by the owner of a, a, a chewing gum, no Wrigley's and no Wrigley's chewing gum. He bought the uh, ownership of the island, and he used to actually bring his team. He he owns a team, the Chicago Cubs. If anyone knows the uh, baseball, and they are their their stadium is called Wrigley Field. So he used to bring them from the twenties to the fifties to actually do their spring training there. And it was a tender port. So previously, I would have been like a guest walking off the ship and just not thought about it. Now I was had a more of a, a role, a responsibility with the guests to make sure they got off safe and welcome them back safely on board. So I had a more of a crowd management role, a lot more responsibility there. And in Catal- I went to Catalina a few times and it was a nice, nice, nice little place. Oh, it was beautiful, very, very quaint kind of like little small island. And also we went to Ensenada, Mexico. And I'll talk a bit more about that later on different energy levels were required so it, it was very much like a lot of entertainment um packed into very short cruises so three-day cruises there's a lot going on as i said there'd be karaoke there was a comedy club there were shows there was quiz quiz nights family game shows all sorts going on and all our emphasis were was on making sure the guests were happy and making sure they enjoyed their experience on board the imagination Now, in episode seven, I talked about life on board a cruise ship, and that was my first time. And it didn't it didn't change so much. There was always an emphasis on, you know, you worked hard, you went to the crew bar, you socialized with your friends. But for me, in my job and in this particular job, I had two phases on board a cruise ship. And the phases involved the cruise director, because the first cruise director I had was Matey. And Matey is from Liverpool in England. And he had a lot of experience, a lot of stage experience, a lot of cruise directing experience, a lot of entertainment experience. So he he passed it on to me in particular. He he, he brought he brought me into the spotlight a little bit. And, and what I mean by that, because he gave me some opportunities to to stand out. 
or he just wanted to see me do silly things. I don't know. Maybe I have to speak to this man now. But uh, he basically he gave me he gave me like stage time or, or like he gave me a time to to shine a little bit. Like I remember I was uh, always at the end of each cruise we do a, a music trivia party, play some songs, have a laugh, have a dance, or just have a little bit of fun with the guests just to, as as a parting kind of uh, goodbye and th- thanks for cruising with us. And we used to do lots of different skits. So one time he had me doing a dirty dancing bit where I was baby and he lifted me up and spin me around and it was a lot of fun. A little bit of dancing, a little bit of dancing, and kind of like you know, just got me out, got me out of my comfort zone, and got the guests out of their comfort zone a little bit as well. Also, he had me dress up like a princess and prance around in front of the guests. That was, that was an experience. And also, I done like other little skits. I also done dance offs with, with uh, some guests like and. I know myself, and I know I, I worked with many or, or many cr- uh, talented uh, crew staff who, you know, stage experience and you know dance experience. And me, I have two left feet, so I it was funny watching me trying to dance because I I can't really dance. But fair dues, I I gave it a go. I, I think with me, I I just brought the phone. I brought I brought whatever phone I could. I didn't have all the experience of the the dancing, and I was mindful of that. Every time I got up and dance, people are going, "Who is this guy? He can't really dance." But I just brought my phone, and he also gave me the opportunity to to be fun, you know. And I I thank him for that. And also he brought he brought a, a, like a team bonding aspect as well uh, with the with, within the crew staff for ourselves. We went on as as I mentioned Ensenada. We went to we went horse riding in Ensenada. We went for for meals, uh, like team bonding meals, and we'd go for a few drinks in the crew bar. We just kind of like let the hair down a bit, you know. So he was very much on. Um, he was very much on my level. I can't speak for anyone else, but he was very much on my level. He he allowed me be me, you know. And then there was also the um there was also the time when it was coming into the new year. It was it was January, and I I, I I'd be lying to say if if I wouldn't uh, if I didn't want to get an opportunity to be the comedy club host or or to manage the comedy club, considering I had that kind of experience with comedy and I had the interest in comedy. And then in January two thousand and seventeen, he he gave me the opportunity. He said, right, okay, it's the offer's here. I'll put you in the comedy club. Give it your best. When I come back from vacation, if you still, if if you've shown improvement, it's yours. And I, I, I love being in the comedy club because it gave me a chance to, to 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 see like established comedians do that thing and like wow the crowds and also come up with new material, think on my feet, work 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 the crowd a little bit, and also I had a, a, a minor victory for myself because I brought the the comedy club from eighteenth in the fleet to third in the fleet. So for a small ship to to get that to, to get to those heights, I was happy with that and I was doing my job, you know. And then it was also the the Alex Alex the cruise director. He's uh, his his phase, the second phase, and he was from California and he he was uh he's very chilled out kind of guy like a like a surfer vibe but but beyond that exterior he wasn't afraid to get his hands dirty he really like he got stuck in he he worked hard he worked hard for the team uh he he's we he, compared to matey he, he he's he was a newer cruise director he was still kind of finding his feet but he was willing to put the, the hard yards in and he, he really brought a, 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 a second wave of energy to us. He really brought, worked us hard and made and, and made us like, 
you know, be stronger in ourselves. So much so that when he came on board with his entertainment director, Lewis, they basically, they, they mapped out a plan of, of bringing more entertainment to the guests. So we, what we had before, we've got to bring more. So it was going to be more karaoke. There was going to be more events. There was going to be more. We we're going to be very, very much guest facing and making sure they knew who we were. And so much so with all that work involved, we, we had some fun as well. Like it wasn't just always play, it was it wasn't just always work. There was there was some play as well. We we, we let her hair down as well on, on 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 the crew parties and stuff like that. But with Alex is very much very very much a, a one track mind. He was all over the ship. The guests couldn't re- couldn't even understand where he got the energy from. He's such high energy and such a, a love for what he done, and it showed in his performance. And also with regards Alex as well, he ha- he he was on board. He was just covering whilst made. He was was gone going on vacation. He brought the ship from I don't know from from a, a certain standard to the highest standard. We actually got nominated by um, our guests or in the whole fleet as number one crew staff team in the fleet. And that is something that is something special because really like with a small ship, no one's looking at the small ships. They're all looking at the bigger, the bigger ships. We were punching well above away and, and we, we, we continued that. We just, we just kept working hard. We kept working for each other. There was no egos in the midst. There was, there was everyone done their own thing in the comedy club. We had our bingo host, Tommy, rock and roll, Tommy. For me, like rock and roll in bingo. Does that, does that add up? Perhaps not, but it did. It worked really well. Who doesn't like an air, air guitar moment? Air guitar moments are always fun. And everyone everyone done their bit from, from the DJ to the, the bingo uh, host, the comedy host. Everyone just done their bit and we worked so well. as a, we, we were such a, a well-oiled machine. And also on board the ship as well, like being away from home, it can be can be um, challenging, of course, for anyone being away from home and what's happening at the moment with, with cruise ship. Uh, crew staff st- still on board ships it's not easy especially when you've no control but also I remember I, I had my first Christmas on board and Christmas on board a cruise ship for us was the whole month of December was just a party it was just fun 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 the guests were having fun it was just a, a full month of Christmas and by the time we got to the, the big day it was just it was it was let's let's enjoy our ourselves but also, I remember we were we arrived at Catalina in the t- tender on Christmas Day, and sometimes with, with guests on board a cruise ship, you have a lot of time you have lovely guests, but uh, some people who, who cruise uh, on Christmas Day can be there's a reason they just don't they don't want the hassles, so it it can be challenging because they want to get off the ship. It's Christmas Day, they pay to be that experience, and you might get some difficult. Uh, characters and we had that as well so christmas day was unusual i was working and i was i was working with with people and i wasn't getting the same love and uh, uh, back some people just like they can be difficult anyway so you you can't please everybody you know the only thing about christmas for me on board the, sh- uh, the ship was the dinner a tradition for me for dinner i'm so uh, on christmas christmas day the dinner is a uh, turkey and ham and the gravy and it, it's I was I was a little disappointed. I was a little bit, little bit down uh, downbeat after the dinner. You, you might have one hour where you don't have the best of time, but the next hour you can have a good time. So you just have to take the rough with the smooth. And sometimes that was the way it was. You just have to get on with it, you know. It just but it was also my girlfriend's birthday, so there was some cause for celebration as well. And also New Year's on board a ship as well for for me for for first time on, on board a cruise ship and, and New Year's. What a day! Such a busy day. So much going on. So much bells and whistles. So much. T- so much going on. So much planning. But all worth it because we got to celebrate up on on the top deck, bringing the new year, 
2017 with a nice glass of champagne in our hands and and and, and being around the ones we cared for the ones we cared for our ship family and the ones we cared for who we loved and who we cared for it was a unique experience to be on a ship off the coast of california and bringing in the new year now when matey came back again he was only i was only with matey for a little bit more that was coming towards the end of my contract on, on board imagination but all that i had been you know i, I we brought we, we put some highs uh we had some highs we had some learning experiences there was there was so much there was so much going on i my first contract i learned from every experience every per, uh, every manager uh, every person who trained me i i trying to take a bit off uh from each person and I went away with my head held high and I, again, and I went home, went for vacation and, and that was my first contract on board this company and as a crew staff. And it, it turned out quite well and it was, uh, it was, uh, it was time to go home. Now that was, that was contract one and it was on to contract two. Now the, con- the next contract, I wasn't on the West Coast of America. I was in fl- Florida. I flew into Port Canaveral and this time it wasn't four and three day cruises. It was seven day cruises in the East and West Caribbean. So we're going to places like, we're going to places like Puerto Rico. We're going to Grand Cayman, Belize, um, Dominican Republic, Honduras, Cozumel, Mexico. There's, there was a, a lot of variety in the ports of call. My home port was actually Port Canaveral. I actually go out, got to experience lucky enough to get go to see NASA and see all the, the space history and story behind NASA. And going seven-day cruises, a little bit different from four and, and three-day cruises. The, uh, the East Caribbean was San Juan, Puerto Rico, and it was Dominican Republic. And then the West Coast was... There was actually two tender ports so that that had its challenges because we were going to Grand Cayman and Belize, and sometimes it was challenging trying to get guests off because just just the, the logistical um, the logistical issues of getting people off was was challenging. So you had to kind of you had to take it on the chin when when it didn't work out as well. You know that's just the way it is. You're at, you're at sea, you're not on land. And then we actually repositioned to Miami. So we actually went from Port Canaveral, we moved the ship to Miami. And Miami guests, have there's a perception of Miami guests being a bit tough and rough around the edges. And it can be, but I, I tried to see past that and just like, and, and see like the good and, and try to like work with them. And I, I, I looked at it as a challenge just to see that I can I can deal with most audiences. And, and just, it's my job to, to deal with, it was my job to deal with different people. So, and also Miami, you're getting it's like the center of the cruise universe because people come from all over, all over America, all over the world to cruise from Miami because there's lots of Miami's a it's a cool town and people come here and they enjoy themselves and maybe go on a cruise. Also, I found with, with on on this ship it was the magic. It was I found the leadership styles were were different. I had varying different leadership styles from my cruise directors and also the team. I had some team challenges that I had to overcome that I eventually did. But anyone out there listening um ever have like challenges with with, with work colleagues and just wondering like you're doing you're doing everything you think is right but somehow you're not getting the, the you're not getting the the response it maybe it's out of your control who knows i found with with with, the, with this ship there's a lot more seniors you know se- senior uh, crew staff have a lot more expectation on themselves and on others to to get results whereas the previous contract had a, a mix of of kind of newer uh, crew staff and seniors where this one was more seniors so maybe it was it was the balance of having more seniors and more people who had a lot more experience and, and felt they they could give that knowledge, whereas I was coming in with my second contract. So 
I was just just getting on what I was if I had to do a job or just do it and and get on with the job at hand. That's the way way it was. Um, and also in this as well, I found that uh, bigger ships get smaller teams. Now I don't know if that's true. I felt I felt I maybe I did have a smaller team. Maybe it was a bigger ship, more guests, and more workload. But also I heard some crew staff saying that they've had experiences of, of having bad contracts and, and maybe this one was an experience, maybe not a bad contract, but I've I, I've spoke to many crew staff who said, oh, I didn't have a good contract. And there's actually many different reasons why they're not, they're not feeling the love of the, the, uh, this ship or this contract versus another one, you know? So that's it. It's just people are, are can be can be complex and and, and, and hard to, to please or understand sometimes. And, and, and that's what our job is. We're around people all the time and we work with people and we have to deal with people and you just have to get on with it and sometimes sometimes you don't see eye to eye and other times you do but you try to find a happy medium now also what I love to do as well I I got in the comedy club for like a a hot minute a very short time and it was great to get in there and and get back into the comedy club because I spent most of my well a good half of my, my previous contract in the comedy club and this I got in for about two weeks and so I end up like kind of going to, I end up working different roles. I end up being, you know, hosting different events. I was hosting like Oktoberfest we had on board. I was helping out different events, um, family events. But I love doing the quizzes. I love hosting the quizzes, different TV quizzes, uh, just just general knowledge quizzes, just having fun with that or, 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 or the fun games we had. I made my own, put my own spin on things. And this contract, I got to work uh, as a sports team, so I didn't have the like I wasn't trained in the sports. They trained us in on some of the sport on some of the sports uh, equipment, but I, I loved hosting the, the basketball. The thing with, with basketball is, especially on the ship, is again everyone. There's guys coming from all over America, New York. There's guys from Florida. There's guys from North Carolina, Georgia, Texas, and they're all just here. And it, when it comes to the basketball court. It's it's where they can just show off their their prowess and and show and, and represent their represent the neighborhood and it felt like that and I just loved having uh, hosting the tournaments and just like bringing and just having fun with the the guests and and and, and a lot of the time what they do is I I set them up in groups they have three on threes and we'd have a, have up, up to a score and we just we just have a. And they just have a competition, and they, they weren't playing for much, but there was pride on the line, and and when you're playing for pride, it matters more and. I remember one one time that stood out for me was uh, I was we were playing a tournament and for for some reason there was it was there was one time there was no one sitting outside the, the basketball court there was like a basketball kind of like fencing and I remember one moment there was nobody and then we got to the final and I think it was like I think these guys were from like Puerto Rico or something like that because what happened was it was um it was uh it was. They're just for nowhere people turned up with drums and all sorts of musical instruments and it wasn't a musical cruise that it was just like where the, who brings a drum on board a cruise ship but it was all it was that kind of atmosphere and there was there was lots of rivalry and it was a lot of fun you know and again this contract i i talked about the the, the port of call but i went to some places like with my girlfriend we went to puerto rico puerto rico has like the forts and has is known for rum and it was lovely like de- downtown area went to beach places like there was places like Grand Turk which was just like a pier and a port and it was a margaritaville and the guests just went there and had fun this 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 contract was more work focused but I did get a little bit of time off the ship but not as much as I'd wanted but that's just the, the job and you're always kind of working and always looking to make sure you're 
you're as fresh as you can be to be with the guest. I did love Cozumel. Uh, Cozumel is quite a, 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 a crew member favorite because it's kind of sometimes where crew members just meet up because there's always lots of cru- uh, cruise ships in port and it's Mexico and there's there's bars to go to and you can just kind of let the hair down and sometimes some crew members have been lucky to get overnights. We didn't get an overnight there, but we uh, we enjoyed it for what it was. Went to the beach um, and... Also, it's great to have friends, friends and family on. Gabby had her, my girlfriend had my girlfriend had her, her family on board as we were as we were finishing up our our second contract, and they came on board and it was good. We we got to hang out a bit and got to be like a guest and go for meals with them and just chill out and show them and show them the ins and outs of the ship. And as it was coming to the end of the contract, uh, that was it. It was that was the second contract. Again, I put in a request for another ship, but. Uh, I put in a request for another ship to show my interest because that's what they would, if you didn't put your request in, you could have no offer for a ship for who knows. There's, it's quite competitive to see when the next ship is coming in. And I talked about the next contract uh, with my girlfriend. I went home, took a vacation, but didn't actually take any time to, I didn't actually like go on vacation per se. I just enjoyed the, the moment. Uh, I enjoyed just the time off the ship. And after a while, we made a mutual decision that we wouldn't go back. I wouldn't, looking back, I, 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 I don't regret going on a ship. I loved, I loved, the, I loved, I loved the learning, the, the work, the, the hard work I put in the teams I met the people I met but at this stage I decided it was time to go back on land and the, the lifestyle was great but I think it was someone else's turn to, to go back on a ship now, as a closing part to this I want to talk, I just want to like uh, talk about uh, crew members passing away from the coronavirus and and just because I think about them because once once you're a crew member you're always a crew member you know you never it never leaves you you know I could go back tomorrow but I choose not to you know and some people don't have that option and guys if you like what you heard so far today um my name is Shane uh, this has been Heartlines if you do like what you hear please follow like subscribe thanks for listening thank you